Hi everybody, and welcome to Top Gun Maverick. Thank you all for being here. Decades in the making and so many people, our incredible cast and crew, worked very hard to bring you the most immersive and authentic film experience we could. There's real F-18s, real Gs, real speed. So we're so happy you're here in this theater and seeing it on the big screen. So please enjoy as we all made it for you. Baby, I need some action tonight! <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Action Returns. I'm your host, Brian. With me, as always, is my wingman, my brother Nez. What's up, man? Yo, what's up, everyone? Yeah, it finally came and went and... Made all the money in the world. <laughs> we, uh, Tom Cruise's uh, biggest opening ever. Yeah, out of everything he's done, it's just made hundreds and millions of dollars. So, I mean, he's a producer, so I'm sure he gets a pretty good cut of, of all that. But who is this Joseph uh, Kanoski, who, the director? Uh... I don't. I don't recognize the name. Yeah, you know what he's oh, done? Oh, Oblivion. Okay, uh, so Tron, Le- Tron Legacy. Before. Yeah, Tron Legacy and Only the Brave. That's that's what's listed here. Um, Escape from Spiderhead. I never heard of that. So, but he's been around the block. He's already worked with. Uh, Tom Cruise and he's already worked with Disney so uh, yeah I mean I he'll guess be, he's be working with them again for I'm just saying as much money as this movie made oh. Um. so let me see he says he's got nine directing credits but as far as movies one two three four the rest of them were like small things and uh, videos for Lady Gaga and Taco Bell, Web of Fries, a commercial. <laughs> uh, Gears of War, Mad World, I guess he did that. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I assume you guys know we're talking about. Uh, Top Gun uh, Maverick. Greetings, aviators. This is your captain speaking. Where the hell is he? What the hell? I'm right here. Maverick, the kind is headed for extinction. Look in the air! Look in the air! Maybe so, sir. But not today. Top Gun Maverick. Uh, let him know what's going on with this one. All right. Top Gun Maverick. Uh, let's uh, go to the Googles. Of course, Google's got a paragraph. After more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Maverick Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot 
and dodging the advancements in rank that would ground him. Training a detachment of graduates for a special assignment, Maverick must confront the ghosts of his past and deepest fear and and his deepest fears, culminating in a mission that de- demands the ultimate sacrifice from those who choose to fly it. IMDb. After more than 30 years of service, one of the Navy's as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancements of the rank that would ground him. The stars. Tom Cruise, of course, is Maverick. Jennifer Conley, Miles Teller as Rooster, uh, Return of Val Kilmer as Iceman, Bashir Sahala Hudden as Hondo, John Hamm as Cyclone, Charles Par- Parnell as Warlock, Monica Barbero as Phoenix, Lewis Pullman as Bob. Is that uh, Bill Pullman's son? Yeah. I like this call sign, Bob. <laughs> uh, Jay Ellis is payback. Danny Ramirez is fanboy. Glenn Powell is hangman. Jack Schumacher as Omaha. And there's just a bunch of random people. Uh, as Ned said earlier, Joseph Kaczynski. Uh, directed Jim Cash, Jack Epps Jr., and Peter Craig all wrote this movie based on characters created. Oh, based on characters created by Jack Epps. All right, Nez, what did you think? And uh, since this is a new movie, we are not doing any spoilers for this one. Oh man, this movie was fucking awesome. I, I loved it. Um, gets a nine for me. It could have been a 10, but there was something towards the end. I was kind of like, yeah, really? But it didn't take anything away from from. It just took a point away from it. But well, with that being said, this movie was amazing. I, I loved everything about it. Uh, the the jet scenes was it was all or nothing. It was them. It was the actors in those jets. Uh, of course, Tom Cruise. He is a pilot. So he had to put his own personal uh, airplane in this. That was that thing he was flying in the beginning of the film. But not that test jet or whatever that thing was, but the actual <laughs> plane. Would the plane plane. That was his. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he's got that kind of money. I mean, I'm sure he's got that kind of money now after this. But it's his weekend plane. Yeah, but uh, I like the story. It was a little, little nostalgic uh, from the first film with some scenes. Um, I did like the story between Maverick and Rooster um, on what they were dealing with. We saw, we saw the little tiff that they had in the trailer, and uh, with all the reviews and all everyone else coming out saying uh, what was going on between them. It's pretty much, it was already out there before the movie was out that we knew that um, Rooster is looking uh, at Maverick uh, a little with the side eye because of the, the death of his father. And um, I was happy that there was minimal love in this, but I would have been all right with it if there was more because Jennifer Conley is beautiful. <laughs> 
Uh, nothing against Kelly McGillis, but I, I've always loved Jennifer Connelly ever since uh, Labyrinth. <laughs> when uh, I first yeah. seen her. Uh, the, the really quick little Easter egg. I don't know if anyone else caught it. There, it's got nothing really to do with the movie, but there's a scene um, when Jennifer Connelly is. Uh, she's the owner of this bar. I can't remember what the bar was called. It's where all the uh, Navy guys hang out. Uh, during one of her scenes, there was some the music playing in the jukebox. It was, I believe, it was it was Let Let's Dance. I think uh, a David uh, Bowie song. <laughs> And of course, David Bowie was with her in Labyrinth. I, I thought that was a real, really cool. I don't know if that was meant that way, but I thought that was. Really I think cool. I read that that was her idea. Oh, good, 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 man. Rest in peace, David Bowie, musical genius. Um, I noticed that uh, right off. But I mean, other than what was going on in the story, I did like how Maverick was just. I assume he was still in the military, but he was just doing his own thing until uh, they called him back on on the orders of um, or the recommendation and the orders of uh, uh, Admiral um, Iceman or the Tom Kazansky was that his name? Um, yeah. And I, I like that. Of course, we saw uh, Iceman's picture um, on the wall in the trailer. Um. What else? I mean, all the Jets, every scene with the Jets was awesome. Um, I think there was a little, little, little bit of CGI in this, but not not a lot. But it was pretty much everything what was them, which I, I loved. I did love that um, the, the cameras that were mounted in the Jets was operated by the actors. There was no, like, cameraman in there. Because uh, Miles Teller did a little uh, interview and he said that um, it was kind of tricky dealing with those cameras because um, I guess they filmed a scene and when he w- when it was cut, he pushed the wrong button and it erased <laughs> it erased everything. So they were like, ah, so they had to do that scene over again. I don't know what scene it was, but that's what he was saying. He was like, man, it was tricky uh, working with those cameras. But I thought that was really cool that they were the ones uh, operating, basically pushing the record and, and stop button and everything. So, but I thought the cast was good. Uh, everybody in it did their part. Um, but I did the the thing that I, I did notice in this story was the rooster and hangman, um, Glenn Powell, Lieutenant Jake Hangman, mm-hmm. Serzin. Their little rivalry was basically Rooster was Maverick and Hangman was Iceman. That that kind of thing. I was like, really? You're going to do that too? But I was like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I felt that. But it just kind of felt like they did that and they tried to tweak it a little bit by trying to make Hangman more of an asshole than Iceman was. Yeah, Iceman wasn't really. And, I, and after that uh, initial watch we did, I mean, I didn't think he was an asshole. He was, he was good. He knew he was good, but he was more concerned because he did tell Maverick, "You're dangerous," and and all that. Yeah, but Slider Hangman, was the asshole. Yeah, his Rio or wingman or co-pilot or whatever. Uh, Hangman, he he just he just had that asshole look uh, in his face. But yeah. Uh, 
this is when you when you first see him, like before he even says something, anything, he's like, "Oh, you're the you're the hot shot asshole pilot, definitely." Yeah. So I mean, but uh, everybody that that was in the 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 Top Gun class, I thought all of them were good. Everybody did their part, especially when they were all in the jets. And yes, I mean that's. That was pretty much what I thought of the film. I mean, I loved it. Uh, the cinematography was amazing, especially when they were flying around. Uh, the soundtrack, uh, as far as like the score, the only song that I really noticed was the Lady Gaga song. I, if there was other songs in it, I mean, other than Top or um, the Top Gun theme, whatever that they did in the beginning, I thought that was cool. And you got to bring back Danger Zone. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about this on the, on the last E Society and. The Zisu was he was shocked that they put that in. I was like, they they had to put that in. I mean, you, you couldn't do this movie without Tom Cruise, and you couldn't do it without Kenny Log Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone. They had to put it in, even if it was in just that one scene or just for seconds. It had to be in this film. But with that being said, I mean, I thought everything was good. They really, really put their. Uh, spent their money well making this because Tom Cruise did say he was like, I want this to be real as possible. They didn't, he didn't want to do what they did with the first film. And he, he got what he wanted. He's Tom Cruise. Of course he's going to get what he wanted. Plus it's, it's his money too. Uh, he's one of the executive producers. So I'm sure he had the bigger set. He probably had the bigger say over the director, but, um, they're buddies because they obviously work together. I need to rewatch that movie again. I don't even remember it. Was it Oblivion? Is that what it was? Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. Because I think it came around the same time as um that one with Will Smith and his son. Ugh, yeah, I wish I'd never I, seen that. I actually liked that. I need to rewatch it again. I just saw it the one time, and I, that was when I was shocked that um, uh, M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan, is that his name? Yeah, uh, he he directed that. I guess he kept a secret because I guess he didn't want to put his name on it because everyone wouldn't have went and seen it. But anyway, it's another show. <laughs> I mean, but with everything, uh, I thought everybody in it was awesome. Uh, John Hamm, he is who he is. He can either be the asshole, the funny guy or the tough dude or the guy that means business. And uh, Ed Harris, I thought he was going to be in it a little more. I thought he was awesome uh, with his part. Um, I assume Ed Harris was the uh, the Strickland guy, <laughs> Principal Strickland. I, th- I thought I figured he was that character because it seemed like uh, John Hamm was um Viper. Um, uh, I assume that because he was the one he was the one running the Top Gun, right? Yeah, I uh, know. I think he was. Uh, Maybe he was. I was a little confused at that part because it was Top Gun, but they were training them for a a very important mission, which I didn't think they would do that at Top Gun because you're training, you're trying to find out who's the best pilot, not who's going to go on this life or death mission. So I'm not sure if he was running Top Gun or, or if he was just, they were just using the Top Gun class they, they yeah they were probably just you i think he was more of just this was his mission that he was in charge of it and he had to get well he, he obviously picked and 
picked all the the pilots for this mission because they were all the these were all the top these were all the official Top Gun pilots, right? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. These were like the the twelve best. I'm looking here. It's uh, it says he was a vice admiral, so he was way up high in the the naval air force. He was a commander. And Warlock, I didn't even know that was his name. <laughs> Chris Bar- Parnell or Charles Parnell. I just thought he was John Ham's assistant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if they ever said Warlock. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't even remember them calling uh, John Ham Cyclone. But and I saw the movie three times, so I don't. I, don't, I think uh, I, I, I must think have they not been paying attention. <laughs> I think they introduce him like as Cyclone, like when he's uh, talking to the class for the first time. Mm. I think that's it. After that. I mean, but again, overall, yeah, this movie was amazing. What, what did you think of the whole, the whole thing? Well, my friend, I'm going to go a little bit higher. I'm going to give this a nine and a half. I love this film. I thought it was it's it's in, definitely in my top five, possibly right now, as we're sitting at this part of the year. I thought the story was great. I love the callbacks. There was a couple that kind of not made it not get get that. Uh, 10 on 10, but everything else was fantastic. Uh, the cast was fantastic. I love the characters. Shout out to Bob. That's an awesome call sign. I don't know if they just couldn't think of anything for the character or what, but it is what it is. Uh, but I will have to say the the planes, everything's with the with the planes was amazing. It was just amazing to see. It gives you a a deeper respect for everybody that does that. And I was legit, like, worried at times. Uh, There was some scenes I was just, I was getting anxiety watching. I was, I think you know what scenes, uh, when you just think somebody's not going to make it. And one thing happens and another thing happens. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is, this is stressful. And just uh, I, I do see what you're saying about the the comparisons to Maverick and Iceman and uh, Rooster and uh, Hangman. And there, there was a, a little too much of that, but I, I don't think they went as deep into it as as uh, the first one did. They just kind of left it alone after a while. And. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely. If you got, if you're gonna go see this in theater, you need to see it in IMAX because it it puts the extras into it. The, everything with the planes and the action and the music, Danger Zone. I was glad to see it was in there. Uh, let's see what else I got. Jennifer Conley, love Jennifer Conley. I wish I would have got a little bit more on their backstory because it just kind of seemed to just introduce her and then they have a past and I don't, they didn't really touch on it. It was a little shaky past and I, I kind of wanted a little more on what happened to that. Uh, John Hamm, I thought he was great. He was, uh, I, I don't know if he was like Viper, Tom Skerritt's character in the first one. Cause uh, he didn't seem to believe in Maverick as much as uh, Viper did in the first one. Well, I think it was only because he knew the uh, Maverick's dad. Yeah. So I think I'm. I think 
Cyclone only knew of Maverick through his reputation. Yeah. So I don't think he actually knew him. So I think that's probably why he's. Uh, it, it seemed like Warlock knew him. And as Warlock seemed to be Cyclone's right hand man. So I, I, I don't know why he didn't really confer with him on on how he really was or his reputation or, you know, anything else. But uh, Ed Harris, I did think Ed Harris was going to be a little bit more of a major player in the movie. It was just kind of weird to see him, you know, big of actor as he is to just have basically a cameo role. And uh, Val Kilmer, I'm glad he was in the movie, but it fucking was sad. It was sad as shit to see him. But I think it would have even been sadder if the, if it was would have been just a picture, because for a second I thought they were just gonna do the the picture thing and give him credit that way. And, uh, but he he was in this movie, and it it was it was good to see them. It was good to see that they had a relationship all these years. And uh, yeah, man, I I just I don't really know what else to say. This uh, this movie was fantastic from start to finish. Uh, I was not bored not one minute in this movie, and um, I'm down to go see it in the, in the theater again. I want to see it on one of those. I can't remember what it's. There's three screens. There's the, the main one, and there's there's two side ones. Um, okay. I don't know what that's called. Um, someone's probably yelling at it. Somebody posted uh, a picture from it. Um, on one of these groups that I follow, and it was the screen was like that, and I was like, "Whoa!" I mean, the last time I saw a screen like that was um at Comic Con uh years back. Uh, it was before um The Hobbit came out. And it's it's because usually Comic Con's usually that one big screen that's in the front, and that was it. But when they did the Hobbit panel, they pulled the curtains back, and they had. Uh, two more screens. So when they showed a scene, it was it was it was neat uh, on that. That's the only time I've seen something like that. So I I would like to see the this movie. Um, what the hell did they call it? Screen um, X. Yes, that was it. Um, but the guy that that took the pictures, he said it was neat and everything, but he said it it kind of threw the horizon off. I guess when. Uh, when he was taken off uh, from the aircraft carrier, uh, he said it looked it didn't look right. It looked weird uh, with the with the three screens. But either way, I would still like to see see it that way. Two hundred and seventy um, degree panoramic viewing. So was it was it just stretching the IMAX film? I mean, it, it for that to that, or is it? I, I, it kind of looks like maybe you're sitting in the movie because the way it, it kind of wraps around. I need, I need to look at a picture of it. Um, it. I don't. I don't know anywhere that has a screen X where I'm at. It's definitely not here. Uh. It looks cool. I mean, I guess you'd really need to be in the center uh, of the screen uh, or the center of the uh, the theater to really get the full um, 
take on it. So, I mean, I don't know I, if I go somewhere. I assume L.A. has them. I mean, I don't know. I don't know anywhere in the Bay Area that has these things. But um, who knows? I'll probably get down to one of them eventually. But I would like to see this on there. I mean, I don't know if they did the 4D ones or whatever. Um, Because someone, one of my buddies was telling me. Screen X at Regal. I got a Regal. But I ain't got no damn Screen X. I'm trying to see. This is a regal thing. See if there's any Irvine. <laughs> I just typed in uh, Screen X California and it gave me Irvine. Hmm. Well, I ain't going way down there. Oh, geez. <laughs> okay. It's in standard IMAX 4DX, RPX, and Screen X. What the hell is 4D the one when the the chair shake and all that? I I don't know. They keep coming up with. Uh, I saw something uh, on a poster uh, movie now screening in D box, and I was like, "The fuck is a D box?" <laughs> uh, let me see. I guess there's one in Sacramento or. Yeah, there's a Regal something market, 40X. I don't know. It's in the Sacramento area. Hmm. I don't know. But uh, it's amazing what they can do now with the, the, the movie theaters. But I mean, but overall, this film, it was amazing. I'm sure most of you listening to this review had already seen it. Um, there, there is a lot to spoil in this. I mean, with with some of the um, the story plot uh, on what's going on, mainly between Maverick and Goose, because um, there was one scene in there. I was like, huh, really? Um, I was watching that guy that did the the twenty one cringy moments for Top Gun, the first film. He did one on this. Now, it, it were not twenty one cringy moments, but there was some things in this one. That he was like, like oh, that, that that that's Hollywood. Well, that, um, that, I, I haven't seen the video, but that one scene definitely has to be one of them. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil it, but they he basically did a maneuver that he did in the first one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that it looked more real in this one than it did in the in the first one, but. Um, uh, no, there was something else, and nothing to do with the Jets or anything. It was, it was like part of the the plot. He was like, "No, that that wouldn't happen at all. There'd be no way that this person could do that to this person." It, so uh, I was like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> is uh, one of the, is the rules to the bar one of the the cringiest things? Or I I don't know, man. Because bars uh, all over the place have different rules, so I, I don't fuck know. that. Not, yeah. uh, not, no, I'm not, not that many people I'm paying for. So, and I'm not gonna let them uh, pick me up and throw me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man overboard. Oh hell no, man. I mean, but he would have got beat up. Those were a bunch of little young bucks uh, with big bump with big arms. <laughs> they would have roughed him up, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've been to many different bars, and there is always different rules 
uh, for the house. And uh, but I've never had to pay uh, that. And she, that the way as much as he had to pay, man, she, that would, if it wasn't a thousand dollars, it would probably been close to it because that place was packed. And hell no, how is it? You you ain't that fine for me to be paying everyone's bill, <laughs> but um yeah yeah I don't I don't really want to dive into spoilers in this, but I mean the, the you go to see this movie for the jets, uh, the jet action, and the jet action was there. Their their mission was to um go blow up this uh, un- unsanctioned uranium enrichment plant in some part of the world an enemy part of the world they they didn't specify who the enemies were um my mind goes to russia only because in the 80s russia was with the bad guys so uh i don't know i'm gonna say it was and i'm gonna say that they took the name out because of the current situation uh yeah again this movie was made years ago it um it was supposed to come out what 2020? Yeah. And then the world fell apart, so they just kept pushing it back and back. Um, right before uh, I saw this at a Cinemark, I, I didn't get to see it in IMAX. I'm going to go see it in IMAX because all the seats were gone. So I wasn't about to sit in the front. Shout out to um, one of my friends at work. He uh, sat in the third row off to the side and he was looking. I was like, hell no. I wouldn't have went in if I, that was the only seats that were left. But um He's a super-duper diehard Top Gun fan. Uh, his call sign is Maverick. <laughs> so uh, he, he was all, he didn't care. He was all about it. He said he was going to go see um, uh, Doctor Strange. And mm-hmm. then when he got to the theater, he saw that there was Top Gun times. And he was like, is this showing now? They were like, yeah. And he told his wife, we got to go see this. Because he had bought tickets for Thursday. And I guess uh, they were already having showing some... Wednesday. Mm. Um, so, but I mean, yeah, I liked the mission on what they were supposed to do and all the training they did it to. And then when they carried out the mission at the end, I thought that was really awesome. Uh, they did shoot some of this in, uh, in my area, uh, like me in Nevada and California up in the mountains. Um, because, uh, when, when they were done filming a lot of the equipment, came through the airport and uh, we threw a a lot of the the big, huge boxes, Um, not the big giant crates, but the bigger plastic boxes. And they all said top gun on the side. So we were like, Whoa, right on. So we helped them uh, move all their gear around. So that's about as much as top gun, as close as I got to any of it. Um, I, don't remember any of the jets flying in and out of our airport because usually when, um, like when they have the Reno Air Show, uh, all the the jets and everything, like um, the the Blue Angels and and those type of jets, they all come and stay at the Reno Tahoe Airport, and we we always go out there that every every morning and watch when those jets take off. I mean, I see airplanes all day, and I could care less when they come in and land, but when jets leave. I don't know what it is. That little kid in me, it's its just amazing. There'd be a whole big row of us outside uh, close to the runway, uh, and we get to, to watch it. Uh, one time, uh, when they all came cruising by, uh, I don't know what kind of jets they were, but uh, they were 
still kind of far away, but close enough to see us. We were all waving and you could see the pilots in there waving at us. And I think like four took off like in a row. And that last, the, the last guy, he was going, we were all like, we had our hands like in a, a circle motion because we wanted him to spin. So I'm not saying that he saw us, but, or maybe he was just trying to show off. But when he took off, he went in the air and started going up, then started to spin. We we're like, ah, so <laughs> yeah, the little kid. <laughs> so, I mean, I just love watching those things uh, come take off and, and land. And there was one time they fl- they did a flyby. I don't know how fast they were going, man, but that thing was hella fast. I was like, damn. Uh, I thought that was awesome. But, yeah, I don't I don't know. If the, if these jets flew in and out of our airport, they might have been maybe early in the morning before I got there. Um, but I they they did some filming up there. I don't I don't know exactly where uh, up in the mountains, because during in some of these scenes, the jets were flying around the mountains and, and it was like snowy. Uh, mountains so um, I don't know how much they filmed up there but I mean again all the jet stuff w- was amazing there was no nonsense that they did uh, like they did in the first film uh, with them when, when you, we see them in the in the jets uh, it was just cockpit and you really couldn't tell but when no when they were flying around in this and the cameras were next to them you could see them and clearly you see Tom and everything but yeah, this movie was amazing. I mean, I, I definitely want to go see it again. I want to go see it in San Francisco because that IMAX screen is a, an official full-size IMAX screen. The one in my area in Reno or in Sparks, it's big, but it's not a full full IMAX screen. I guess it's big enough for Reno Sparks, but um, as far as acting, I didn't have any issues with anybody in it. I mean, Hangman might have been a little bit overboard with his trying to be the asshole acting, but I mean, that's that was his role. So, uh, shout out to that actor; he did uh, do what he was supposed to do. Um, oh, the 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 very beginning, because um, Maverick was a um, a test pilot for some crazy. What is it called? Um, the hypersonic dark star scramjet program. That's what he was uh, doing in the beginning of the film. Um, was that a real jet? I assume it was when it flew over. They show this in the trailer when it flies over um, uh, Ed Harris and uh, destroys that little shack that was right there. So uh, that's a real my, jet. <laughs> I, I'm a, my question was. And not that it was a real jet. Was he really flying it? Because he looked like he was. I don't know where the fuck he was going. But that's what I was saying. I know that scene was like early in the morning, but as fast as he was going, I was like, I, unless like he, he just was traveling flying. Back in time or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or was he like flying above the flight lines? For all the commercial airlines, because I was like, dude, you're going so fast, there's no way you can turn if something got in your way. <laughs> so, but, um, but with, with that being said, I thought that was really neat. And they show it in the trailer when that jet flies over Ed Harris. Um, off to the left, you see the little, I think it was some little shack, checkpoint shack. You see the roof kind of uh, bounce up and down. Uh, they said they had 
shot that once because when that jet flew over, it destroyed that little set, that little building right there. I'm sure. They, they didn't have, they were like, F it, man. That was it. That was the shot. It was perfect. Um, I assume that was Ed Harris standing right there. <laughs> but um, yeah, they, they said that was a one and done shot. It would have been, it would have, I guess, cost too much money to put the little shack back together. But um, yeah, I thought that was neat. That that whole beginning scene when um, he was flying in that little Dark Star jet thing. But yeah, I man, I was like, do we have, I assume we have jets or somewhere in this world that, that go that, that fast. And what would you do with this type of aircraft that, that needs to go that fast? Is it something that just flies by and takes pictures or? What kind of pictures are you taking of going that fast? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, because they do have all those um, those jets that are, that are or those little probe things that go super high and do fly over and, and take pictures of everything. But I don't know. I assume this was a real jet, and they have it for whatever reason. But um, I don't know. I thought that was really it was neat though. But I don't know what else to say without spoiling it, spoiling the the, the movie. But it's. It was legit, man. This was this was an amazing film. It's definitely in uh, my top ten of uh, movies for 2022. But my disclaimer is: if you guys listen to E Society, I said I was gonna like this movie before I even saw it. Because I mean, yes, that's all the shit I said last episode. <laughs> I mean, I'm I still stand by Top Gun is bullshit, but. <laughs> I did say when that first teaser came out, I said I I know I'm gonna love this because it looks it looks real and it was real. So, but Top Gun Maverick, man, definitely a thumbs up for me, and uh, I, I I rated it a nine. Um, that's still in the hella good um, category. That's so, where the first Top Gun should be. Uh, <laughs> nope. Classic. To, uh, that's like a three. Iconic. <laughs> I don't have any other words for it. But. I, I give it a three. I mean, the jet action at the end was cool, and the soundtrack was good. <laughs> Rest trash. But so iconic. They did a remix of the volleyball scene in this one. Uh, no, no volleyball in this one. I it was football. <laughs> yeah. It made sense in this one what he was doing with the football thing, though. Yeah, and the guy with the shirt was Bob. Uh, there was yeah. no love for what did it. What did Hangman say Bob stood for? Um, <sighs> I forgot. Shit, I can't remember. I mean, it's got nothing to do with the the, the storyline. I mean, he didn't have a call sign, and I assume whoever gave him that. <laughs> Uh, w- w- that was his name, wasn't it? Um, because uh, Lieutenant Robert Bob Floyd. Oh, well, Robert Bob. All right. So, but uh, what's her name was pretty hot though. Uh, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lieutenant Natasha Phoenix. Uh, Trace. I thought she was pretty hot. Um, I was glad that there was a female pilot uh, in all this. I guess there was another one. 
But I didn't see her flying around unless she was just there. Um, she, I think they, she was part of the, uh, there was more Top Gun um, winners, or I guess winners, uh, but they were left to be like reserves or something. Yeah, because how many of them went on the mission? Uh, four. Yeah, because it was four jets. No, it was one, two, three, four. I think it was six because Rooster was in a jet by himself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maverick and Goo or Maverick and Rooster were the only ones in the jets by themselves, and everyone else had a had a Rio. So, so four, man, it was six of them uh, that went. Yeah, because there was a bunch of them uh, in that. Uh, they got picked to be in the training thing, but I guess when they did all the tests or whatever during the training that's when they picked uh oh what's his name i mean uh maverick had to pick them all and who he wanted all right yeah okay now i remember i should know all this by heart but uh yeah amazing film everyone if you haven't seen it definitely go see it and i'm sure if you didn't want to go brave the crowds um you might have to wait because i i'm there's still um theaters depending on where you were how many people were in your in your screening packed there was three the first time i i saw this movie three times but uh i watched it once in the theater <laughs> so then uh, i just saw it the other two times <laughs> but uh yeah with that being said uh what it says here is the budget was 170 million and as of i guess now it's box it box Box office $321.4 million and climbing because um, uh, I like to see where it hits when it's like complete its run. Is this going to um, Paramount uh, Plus? Yeah, in a month or was it or two months, something like that. I think they said the window now was 45 days. Okay. I'm assuming because I know. Uh, because of the success that it had, um, I guess Paramount Plus has put a whole bunch more of uh, Tom Cruise movies on there. Is Oblivion on there? I don't know because I don't think I own that one, or do I? I don't. I don't know. Uh, anything else? Uh, yeah, one more thing. I, I like that they gave Goose a little bit more love than they did in the first one. Because, I mean, it did seem like everybody liked him, even though in the background you can hear them calling him a pussy and Mother Goose and all that shit. But I, I kind of felt like when he died, it was more of a, damn, that's that's too bad, Maverick. Now get back out there and fly. <laughs> and in this one, it was uh, a lot more respect for the for the character than what they did in the first one. And I appreciated that a lot more. Uh, yeah, I, I wiped my I wiped my eyes uh, a couple of times uh, in this film because I was like, oh. But uh, it, I mean, especially when they did the the goose flashback stuff. I mean, I was like, oh man, I, I don't I didn't tear up watching it the last time, but this time, if it, it fit perfect when they in the scene when they did the flashback. To uh, Goose when he was playing Great Balls of Fire on the piano, I I did I loved that part 
uh, when much better version. Yeah, yeah. When Maverick was, uh, he was the one that had the flashback, of course. But yeah, I thought that was that was like I was like, oh man, <laughs> yeah, that part got me. But there was other parts in it that got me as well. But uh, I don't want to spoil it for you. But yeah, Top Gun Maverick, definitely go see this on the big screen, IMAX if you can, or if you're one of the lucky ones that's got uh, Screen X, um, let us know uh, if you did see it that way. Uh, yeah, I did say it says right here it will be released on Paramount Plus. Uh, it says uh, more than 45 days after, so give it another month or so, and I think it'll it'll be on there, and I'll watch it again, and I'll definitely I'm gonna pre-order this steelbook when it yeah. comes out because Best Buy has been slipping lately. I got my Batman one though. I, okay, I lucked out and I got one. <laughs> yeah, it's just the they'll, they'll say coming soon before they open the pre-order, and then as soon as the pre-order is open, it says unavailable or sold out. I'm like, you fucking get a chance. I know. I was mad. Uh, the, the you can go on eBay. Before. You can go on eBay and fucking see somebody selling steelbook copies of what you were trying to get for like double the amount and they got like five of them to sell yeah I was I almost bought one from someone for like 45 and it was minus the the um, a digital code mm. so I was like ah okay um, but for some reason I thought it already came and came out I wasn't really paying attention i was more bummed that i didn't get one but the day before it came out i went on best buy just to see and i said yeah pre-order now get it tomorrow so i was like i did it immediately so i I got one so i I was i was i was stoked but uh this ain't the the batman show but anyway top gun maverick everyone go see it all right what do we got next all right i think i mentioned it before but we're going to continue our aerial action movie trend or whatever we're doing here uh, with 1986's Iron Eagle. Yes! Anybody wants to stream it before they listen to the upcoming review, it is streaming on HBO Max. I don't think there's a Blu-ray yet that I know of, or I'd have it. It will will be after we release our review. Get a 4K steelbook so I can buy it for the third time. <laughs> I got the VHS and the DVD. <laughs> so, but, all right, everyone. Uh, that's going to be it this episode. No spoilers for, for this one. So, But everything for The Horror Returns, go to thehorrorreturns.com. Links to everything, all the shows. Uh, also, a special link over to uh, our network, E-Society and Magnus Podcast. Uh, East Society, we just dropped a new episode. It's only movies because uh, we we're running a little short on time. Uh, the ZZ had to go to bed because they had to get up early for work. But we just cranked out uh, movies. So go over and check out that episode. And then shoot on over to Anchor and listen to everything we got over there uh, dealing with uh, East Society. And um, well, also, while you're over at uh, thehorrorreturns.com, uh, become a patron and. Uh, Get all the benefits of being one of those and pick up a t-shirt at the T-Public link for the Horror Returns. I believe there's the two designs or three? I, I don't remember. Two, but, I think. Okay. Should be three. If I, I can get somebody 
going on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't remember. Oh my God, I, I rarely go over there. But anyway, uh, come back next week uh, for uh, one of the best movies of 1986, and that is <laughs> Iron Eagle. So until then, see you guys next time. Be easy and party on. And be good to each other.